Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to American Ground Radio. We thank you. You are why we do this show and why we are still standing on American ground. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis R. Avalone. You know, you hardly hear folks say anymore, it's a free country. For most of us, (laughs) no, I mean, for most of us, saying it's a free country was the standard response someone would make about something that they refused to tolerate or if they did something that someone else didn't like. It was often... You can't say that. You can't do that. It's a free country. Or it was followed or preceded by, so sue me. Mm. But do you ever notice how seldom you hear it now? Maybe that's because too many people sued too many other people. I mean, some of these things aren't free anymore. No, but seriously, I don't remember the last time I heard someone say, it's a free country. And, And whether it's conservative speakers who are getting bullied off college campuses or social media fact-checking the opinions of ordinary Americans, it's a free country doesn't seem to have the stopping power it once had. You know, you don't like the the message on my t-shirt or my hat? You don't like my loud music when I pull up alongside you at the red light? You don't like how I'm raising my children or what I'm teaching them or what candidate, candidate that I support for president or to the local school board, for example? Maybe you don't like the kind of car I drive because you say I'm destroying the planet. Or, or maybe, maybe you think opening up the economy and going back to work before there was a vaccine means I am in favor of putting dollars before people's lives. And, and if I'm not as fearful of coronavirus, then I don't believe in science. I mean, you know, that's all fine. You do you. And I thought in this country, we were all entitled to our opinion. I mean, look, once we start drawing subjective lines around free speech or free expression, where does it end? Well, that's the problem. It doesn't end. And and Americans really need to go back and, and study the French Revolution, because they thought they were initially getting freedom. And what they ended up with was what became known as the reign of terror. Because they did not get freedom. They got a totalitarian state. Well, let me tell you something, Stephen, and that's all fine and well. But I'm dealing with something. We're dealing with something right now that is terribly disturbing. Less than 30 minutes ago, I don't know if you saw this. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it come across. I mean, many people may say, what's the big deal? This is a big deal. This is a big deal. Twitter mm-hmm. banned President Trump permanently right. from that platform. Facebook's already banned them through the, uh, till uh, the uh, inauguration for Joe Biden. They are, they are silencing him. Now, they're going to use a whole bunch of different, they're going to use a whole bunch of different reasons. Well, it's and, not just him. It, it's a Sidney Powell has been uh, suspended uh, permanently 
By Twitter? By Twitter. General Flynn. Lynn Wood. I mean, they are going after. And look, I think Dominion, so this is this is an interesting thing. You mentioned Sidney Powell. I think actually Dominion's followed your advice because Sidney Powell is saying a lot of stuff about Dominion, and she says it's a free country. Sue me. Well, Dominion did. They've sued her for defamation for, what, $3.5 billion? This is absolutely, utterly, it's beyond words. And if this is true, that Apple and Google are threatening to ban now Parler, because President Trump, having been banned on Mm -hmm. Twitter permanently— Right, he's on Parler. Now he's on Parler. Well— now there's word that Apple and Google, now Apple or Google have not released statements mm-hmm. on this. Mm-hmm. Much of this information is coming through reportedly from Parler, which is, uh, for those of you who don't know what Parler is, it's the equivalent or the conservative equivalent to Twitter. It's what Twitter should have been. Twitter should have been in favor of free speech. Parler, the only reason Parler is considered conservative Twitter is because it's actually in favor of free speech, which is a liberal ideology. Anybody calls themselves liberal and is on Twitter, you're on the wrong platform. So according to these reports or these sources, Apple is currently threatening Parler if they do not enact what this source says, draconian policies demanded by the big tech oligarchs. And see, this this gets to several different problems in our society that our communications across the country are controlled by a small number of groups. I sincerely hope that the Biden administration continues with the crackdown on the tech monopolies because they have too much power. See, I think we're being duped to think that the Biden administration is going to go after these these said, tech companies. I, I said I hope. I, I understand. I, I'm just saying that th- I know that's what's being reported. And the states, their states, 48 states have sued them. So I don't think those lawsuits necessarily go away. Those are Republican and Democrat states. Now, here's what Twitter said. After close review, this mm-hmm. is what they said with respect to permanently banning mm-hmm. President Trump. They've been wanting to do that for okay. three years. After close review of recent tweets from the at real Donald Trump account and Mm -hmm. the context around them, we have permanently suspended the account due to the risk of further incitement of violence. Now, to the extent that President Trump said something, again, that would have incited people on Twitter, I get that. But I looked at I I mean, I looked at his Twitter account earlier this morning before they permanently banned it. I didn't see anything there that was incendiary in any way. No, no. The problem was his speech on on in person on Wednesday telling people let's head to the Capitol. That was a step too far. But he didn't do that on Twitter. He did that in person at the rally. That so Twitter suspending him if they want to suspend him for that rally. Well, that wasn't that didn't happen on Twitter. I I, I didn't see the problem. The tweets he posted a video on Twitter telling everybody go home. And damn it, this is America. I mean, they haven't deleted the accounts of politicians that supported and promoted Black Lives Matter riots. Right. I, and do you remember just two years ago? Well, three years ago, almost three years ago, when the Democrats stormed. The United States Capitol during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, I didn't hear the left call for 
you know, all that they're calling for with respect to the right now. Yeah, the, the disruption of, of no, the they Kavanaugh cheered. Hearing. The yeah. left cheered them on. Right. They they did. But look, Ronald Reagan said, what was this, a time for choosing? Was this the speech where he said in a time for choosing that America is the last best hope on earth and we have to fight to defend these freedoms? Otherwise, and he said, one day we will tell our children, our grandchildren, what it was once like in America when men were free. Do you realize how close we are to having to use the past tense? And, and you could argue in some cases we're already having to use the past tense, especially when it comes to free speech. What it was like in this country once when men were free. And look, whether you're a Trump supporter or not, it doesn't matter it to doesn't me. It doesn't matter. I it, will defend your right exactly. to say whatever. You, I may disagree with you, but I'm going to defend your right to say it. And, and the left has lost that idea, which means they no longer believe in one of the bedrock principles of America. Yeah, that it's a free country. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow. Well, the fallout from the Capitol Hill riots this week continues. One of the Capitol Police officers who was injured in the riots died from his injuries. His death is now being investigated as a homicide. Under pressure from lawmakers, the Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund resigned on Friday, as did Education Secretary Betsy DeVos. DeVos is the second Cabinet Secretary to resign this week. And and Biden is out there with respect to these riots—I say riots—these protests, these these well, folks a that broke into the Capitol. That's a riot. Okay. Biden is out there saying that they were treated very differently than if these rioters had been black. No, I saw people beaten with clubs. I've seen videos of people beaten with clubs. I've seen the pepper spray. And, of course, the woman that was shot, unarmed woman, shot inside the Capitol, and she died from those injuries. No, exactly. If this was, if they were being treated the same, the Capitol Police would have walked away well, like they did in Baltimore, and imagine, like they did in Portland. Imagine the riots that would have happened elsewhere in the country had they shot and killed a black woman rather than a white woman. There's the hypocrisy. Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, the United States lost 140,000 jobs in December. That's the first decrease in jobs in the country since April. The main reason for the job losses was the renewed lockdown, mostly in states with Democrat governors. However, the unemployment rate held steady at 6.7%. And, and you know, it bothers me that Wall Street celebrates this yeah. because they feel like, I mean, the fact that we have more job losses in this country, that it's going to put more pressure, more political pressure on Congress to pass another stimulus bill when the Biden administration is already proposing $11 trillion in new spending. And the third thing you need to know before tomorrow, bars in Arkansas have sued the governor, Asa Hutchinson, over his COVID restrictions. The governor instituted a curfew, shutting down bars across the state at 11 p.m. In the lawsuit, the bar owner cites statistics by the state's own health department, which shows bars are one of the least likely places for someone to contract COVID-19. And that's been the case all along and just think of all the small mom and pop restaurants mm -hmm. service companies that have gone out of business for good and they're not coming back and very frankly for no good reason at least not if we're relying on the data coming up next we're talking to the american mamas stick around you're standing on american ground with lewis r avalone and stephen parr 
Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Power with Louis Sar Avalone. All right, so CNN's Anderson Cooper, he makes about $12 million a year. He's worth about $100 million a year. Wow. Well, yeah. his mother was Gloria Vanderbilt. Well, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. apparently, mm-hmm. he said this on air. He said this on air, and there is no one to hold him accountable for the arrogant, condescending way that he referred to literally millions of people who support Donald Trump. Okay. What did he say? Here's what he said. He says, look at them. He was referring to those Trump supporters who went to Washington, D.C. Was he referring to the ones in the Capitol or the ones outside the Capitol? I don't know. He didn't distinguish. Okay. But he says, look at them. They're high-fiving each other for this deplorable display of completely unpatriotic, completely against law and order, completely unconstitutional behavior. It's stunning. And they're going to go back, you know, to the Olive Garden and to the Holiday Inn they're staying at and the Garden Marriott, and they're going to have some drinks, and they're going to talk about the great day they had in Washington. They stood up for nothing other than mayhem. Did he say the same thing about the Black Lives Matter people who were stealing TVs from the Best Buy? Did he, did he say the same thing? Look at them. They're high-fiving each other as they walk out of there with that TV, and they're going to end up at the Olive Garden talking about how they stole a TV from Best Buy. Did he say that? You know, there is two Americas. But it's not necessarily rich and poor no. or black and white. No. They're two Americans. And there's also a privilege in America. It's a privilege if you're on the woke side because, you know, if you're woke in America, no. boy, the left will give you excuses. No, there's two Americas. One is are the elites mm-hmm. who think that they're smarter Anderson and Cooper. better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then there's those Americans that make this country and have made this country what it is. The, the people that get up each and every day, that roll up their sleeves, that go to work, that care for their children, that pay the bills, that make this country run, that pick up the trash. That feel as if they've been overlooked by leaders of both parties for far too long. And that's what Anderson Cooper's never even bothered to try and figure out. Why would anybody have ever supported Donald Trump? If Donald Trump was such an odious, awful ogre, uh, an oligarch. Why would anybody have ever supported him? Because 74 million Americans are just evil? But no. But here's the thing. Anderson Cooper doesn't need to figure it out. He gets paid $12 million a year true. regardless. That, no, that's true. That's true. Hey, we got a question in for our American mamas. Question is, dear mamas, does anybody still watch The View? Well, let's ask our American mamas. Mama, mama. And joining us now are American Mamas, Terry Netterville and Denise Arthur. I remember back in my TV days, I worked uh, noon weather on an ABC station. And so the view was always on just as I was getting ready for the show. Right. So I, I watched it when I it first came on with Barbara Walters and mm-hmm. uh, Meredith Vieira and, and even Joy Behar yeah. was on at the time. Debbie, Debbie Metanopoulos, who now is on mm-hmm. the Hallmark Channel. I love her. Right. And and at the time, you know, Joy didn't seem all that caustic. She was funny. Well, or, but she knew her, she knew her picking order back then yeah it was barbara wawa yeah that's right yeah. barbara wawa was in charge and barbara wawa 
had the best stink eye on camera. Really? Like, yeah. You wouldn't even know she was given a stink oh. eye. But she, like, she did. She, she would go, she would make eye contact with all of them. Like, she, you know. Like, you better but step when, back. But right before she left, though, she was starting to lose control of right. the whole group. That might like, be why yeah. she left. But, yeah, Joy Behar was a funny one. And even when she would slight somebody... It was it was it was real humor. You know, you hear people that can do that. They can kind of mock sure. and make fun of somebody in a way that's funny where they can't it doesn't really hurt, you know. Frankly, if somebody insults me in a very funny way, yes, I, I can go with it too. I, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's it's the meanness. Yes, that and, that has overtaken her humor. And I that's the thing of I've I haven't seen anything on the view in years, years. that I didn't think was mean. It's all mean. And well, yeah. Well, it started with the whole the dynamic between whenever they would have a liberal politician on there, the way, the style with which they were, you know, asking them questions and interviewing them was very, very different from how they would interview like John McCain and his wife. when they Are came. you talking about how the media treats Trump as opposed exactly. to how the media treats yes. McCain? That's, that's, that's so when I started. Yeah, that's when I first started because, you know, I went into all the politics. Well, they get point. a different test. They get yeah. different standardized testing but here's in the, the thing. Republicans. If Joy is supposed to be known as the comedian of the group and then... She has actually now become the most hateful. So she uses that humor like a sword. She cuts and she cuts deeply. She cuts, she uses false narratives, fake news to get her points across, which will drive you insane when you watch. That's why I don't watch anymore. But what happened the other day was quite interesting. McCain comes back from her maternity leave. They're all talking about politics, of course, because it's not, that's all they talk about anymore. Well, Joy starts talking about how divided the Republicans are and how they're in trouble. They're in trouble. They're divided. They're, they're, they're not even a group anymore. McCain does what her job is. She steps in and says, whoa, wait a minute, because she's the only conservative voice on The View. She says, no, no, no. The Democrats also are very divided. Sure got they are. AOC, who came out angry, Bernie Sanders, because... Biden's not going progressive enough. You've got all the, what is the, her little squad? Now there's another yeah. squad that's coming they out. They have as them. much infighting going on as any, anybody And that's anybody the point anywhere. that McCain was making because that's their job on the show. Well, then all of a sudden, Joy, who is very hateful, she starts going after her, saying, I was talking, I was talking. McCain steps in and is like, tries to make light of it like we do and says, I thought you missed me, Joy. I thought you missed me while I was gone. You told me you did because I didn't miss you. And it got very serious. And she said, Joy, and she, said, she goes, I did not miss you while you're gone. And, and then they, Whoopi tried to kind of talk over it. And McCain said, that was nasty. That was yeah, actually she really nasty. nasty. She hits low. You wonder how she sleeps at night. Well, I wonder how the show is on air. They cannot have... The numbers that they want, but you had. know what? Look, this is just to me. This is just a big picture of they don't play well with others. They right. cannot, cannot sit down and have a decent conversation with somebody that doesn't think like them, walk like them, talk like them. Because I did read a couple of articles where they were saying that when uh, Megan was on maternity leave, how the tone of the show had changed. Well, that's because you're just sitting around with a bunch of bobbleheads that think like you do yes. and want the same things that you want. So you can't even handle something any different than what you want to tread on all day long. And everybody was saying that Megan was, um, you know, interrupted 
Joy. Are you kidding me? Joy oh, interrupts all the everybody time. All on the that time. show all the time. And talks over them. Yeah. If they're making a point, she will talk over them. Whoopi will talk over them. They will all talk over the person. And whoever that attorney is will talk over them because that's a tactic. They're making a good point. And so the only way yeah, to get them, them to, yeah, is to talk over them until they stop. But this is what's so interesting. ABC, they're so, I mean, they're, of course, these are liberals that run these media outlets. So they have the view on because. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Somebody's paying for it because we know that if there was a show where there was where there were four Republican women and one Democrat, and they were at a table talking, they would have probably three, four, five times the audience that this show has. Because the majority of us want to see that. We don't want to see... But it's time for that red-headed hen... Joy, yeah, to go to well, the she house. Said she, she, would, another nest she did. Tonight. She said she would leave two years ago. No joy. If you'd like to ask our American Mamas a question, go to our Facebook Joyless. page, facebook.com slash American Ground Radio, facebook.com slash American Mamas. Terry Netteville, Denise Arthur. Thank you all. Thank you. Well, coming up next here on American Ground Radio, we are digging deep. So stick around. There's more fresh roasted American ground radio brewing. So stick around. Mmm, that's good radio. With Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. You know, I said earlier that President elect Biden has planned $11 trillion. In new spending. $11 trillion. That's a lot. That is... Oh, my. You know, the federal government, this was prior to the pandemic, the federal government was collecting more money in tax revenues than ever before in American history. Right. And that was after the, tra- the Trump tax cuts, which actually increased middle-class household income by $4,000 compared to only $1,000 per household under Obama. It reduced unemployment to a 49-year low compared to the highest jobless rate for any administration since the end of World War II under Obama. But even these facts won't keep the Democrats from repeating over and over that the Trump tax cuts overwhelmingly benefited the rich. Because Biden has said on day one he's going to repeal those Trump tax cuts. But see, the the data doesn't really bear any of that out, that these tax cuts were for the rich, 
because the tax savings of families who were earning between fifty thousand and one hundred thousand right was three times as much as the tax savings of those families earning over one million dollars. It was actually the poorest Americans whose household incomes increased the most as a percentage during the Trump presidency. And now they are going to they're going to spend money mm-hmm. in ways that you haven't even thought of. Well, one of the ways they're going to spend it is they're going to make the the poorest Americans pay for the college of some of the richest Americans. They're going to make people who never went to college, never had the chance to go to college, pay the college debts of people who got degrees that weren't very valuable in the marketplace. And then they're going to ban fracking because mm-hmm. they've allocated or Biden has allocated $2 trillion for the new Green Deal. Well, you know, he's got to give Iran something. Okay, let's dig deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, about to step down. All right, the Democrats have the House, uh, not by as big a margin as they used to, but they still have the House. We, the, the Republicans yeah. gained seats so in the House. Yeah, you know? there were 27 toss-ups. The Republicans won every single one of them. So that, that's a big deal. Uh, the, the Democrats do have the Senate, though, uh, and they also have the White House. At least they, they will uh, very shortly. But the Trump brand has been severely damaged, uh, and there are a lot of people right now who are very emotional. They're very angry. They're scared. And, and I don't think they know where to turn since everything they trusted, every institution they trusted has let them down. Okay, yes, yes, it, yes and no, but I, I want to make a distinction here. I don't think the Trump brand has been damaged among those who support President Trump. I don't think that the Trump brand, you know what I'm saying, in, insofar as those are people who have celebrated what Donald Trump has done. Some of the things I've talked about uh, before, I talked about earlier with respect to the lowest unemployment okay. in our nation's history. Okay, I get that. But that's not going to win. There aren't enough always Trumpers to win national elections. I think you're looking at the headlines and you're saying, well, from mainstream media headlines. No, I'm, I'm looking you at think, this. You think Americans who supported Trump, who voted for Donald Trump, that, Trump that lo- they've walked away from him. Trump lost the middle of the country this week. He lost the middle of the country. What evidence do you have of that? I mean, I'm, I mean, respectfully, I'm just that, saying that wasn't that wasn't where I was wanting to go with this. But okay, all right, that's fine. fine. He, uh, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley gave a speech this week. Nikki Haley was in his staff and one of his biggest supporters, and she said what the president did was wrong. Betsy DeVos. Okay, one of but his, these are political. Not to interrupt, but these are political figures. I'm okay. talking about everyday Americans. Then I've read through my Facebook page, my Facebook feed of my friends. And I've got friends on the middle, right, well, on the right, and on the left. Let's move on, then. We'll come back to this. Okay. I want to play a clip here from Congressman Dan Crenshaw, because I think it points to what we need to focus on. For those of us who are, who are frustrated and angry, I think Dan Crenshaw is saying something that we need to hear. Integrity is important. It has been important to me since the day I entered Congress. But I know that I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you where we actually have to do the hard work. And we have to change these laws at the state level because these laws are loose. They don't give people any confidence. People are getting ballots that don't belong to them. There's no voter ID, no signature verification. We hear you. We hear you. But we have to come together and work at the state level and change these things. He's right there. Congress can't solve election integrity. 
because this is something given to the states in the Constitution. And what's worse is because the Democrats have control, they're not even going to try. They got elected because of loose election laws. So don't expect this to get solved at the national level. Here's a conservative principle. Local control is better. Yes? Well, here's a conservative principle. Grow a spine. And here's what I mean by that. You're saying I don't have a spine? No, not you. Okay, then let's... But what I'm saying is he's making a great point. Yeah. But at the same time, if conservatives aren't... When you talk about doing the hard work, uh-huh. conservatives have to grow a spine. They've got to be able to stand up to the Democrats who are going to shame them, who are going to call them racist when they require voter ID laws or they require photo ID in order to vote. All right, so what gives a politician spine? What gives a politician a spine? Would generally support from their constituents. There we go. This is the point I'm trying to get at. In every county and every parish in the country, there are election supervisors. Sometimes they're called the voter registrar. Sometimes they're called the, the supervisors of, of elections. Whatever they're called, those are the people responsible for maintaining the voter rolls. And purging dead people off right. of them, people who have moved out of that county or that parish. So for everybody that is a Trump supporter, that's angry that all of our institutions have let us down, for everyone that is a Trump supporter that feels betrayed by the powers that be and you're trying to figure out what can I do right now, you can make sure your local voter registrar does his or her job. Go look at the rolls and make sure there are no dead people on it. Go look at the rolls and make sure that people have moved out of state. Look, you want to you put your energy somewhere. I'm telling you, this is a place where you can put your energy. But People have jobs. I get that. Day in and day out. They've got bills to pay. Great. I don't have time to go down to the registrar of voters and check, cross-check against obituaries. I, I'm not then, in the best position to do that. Then don't tell me that you are going to complain when the Democrats take over your country because you've got to stand up. You've got to elect people in these positions who are going to do the job in the first place that they were elected to do. I agree. But if you're concerned about election integrity... And you don't trust the electoral process. You've got to get involved. You've got to do the work. Absolutely. You get involved with your local party, for example. Political party, that is. So if your local registrar is not purging the votes, if not purging the registered voters who shouldn't be on the rolls anymore, sue them. Sue them. That's how you give people a spine to do the right thing is you give them a whip if they do the wrong things. And I don't mean literal. I mean figuratively. Yeah, yeah. Be careful with I that. I literally mean sue them. And if you need help with this, talk to Judicial Watch. Talk to True the Vote. Next thing you have to do is you need to reach out to your local state rep and your local state senator and tell them you want election integrity in your state. No ballot harvesting, no mass mailing of ballots, no drop box, require voter ID and tell them that if they don't do it, you will run for office against them. And if you're not willing to do that, don't bitch and moan when the Democrats win stolen elections. We've got to get up and fight the right way for our country. It doesn't mean you storm the Capitol from the outside. It means you get involved And make sure this never happens again in your hometown now. We'll be right back with a bright spot. Stick around. You're listening to American Ground Radio, where freedom grows with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. 
This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis Sar Avalone. All right, so now apparently the Democrats are planning to introduce impeachment articles on Monday. Yep. Against Donald Trump. And I don't know if they have a calendar or not, but <laughs> look, play this out logically. So you impeach them. So say it's going to take a couple days to vote, right? And then you have to send it over to the Senate, and then they have to have a trial, and the president gets to send his people. And by the time you get to even start talking about this in the Senate, Joe Biden's president. Stephen, this is not logic. I, I agree. That's this what is, I'm pointing out. This is vengeance. Right. Do you know what Nancy Pelosi, you remember what Nancy Pelosi She's said last month? Pull him out by the hair. She says, I'm counting, this was in December, I'm counting down the hours till he's gone. I plan to pull him out of there by his hair, his little hands, and his feet. Now, and, and by the way, which one's the oligarch? Just, just saying, which one? Oh, okay. Well, they've tried to get him removed via the or the invocation of the 25th Amendment. Right. But I, Mike Pence is not going along with that because he would have to go before Congress and declare that the president is incapable. He lacks right. capacity of the to fulfill the duties and responsibilities of his office. And so he'd have to lie. He, he would. Right. But it would just further divide and again, the country. Right. And that's this impeachment move by the Democrats is designed to further divide. the. They say they want to bring the country together. They want to unite the oh, country. Kiss my. That is fake news. You are fake news. Okay, here's how we play our Fake News Friday game. I'm going to read you a headline. You tell me whether that is real news, fake news, or really fake news. So it's real news. It was in the media, and it was true. Uh, Fake news. It was published, but it ain't true. Or really fake news. And you just made it up. So here's number one. Joe Biden is the president-elect. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That is, unfortunately, real news. That is real news. Uh, it was not back in November. It wasn't until the Electoral College that you could say that he was president-elect, but everybody was demanding he was, even but though he there was were pending occupi- court cases. Well, yeah, but he was occupying the office of, of president-elect. Yeah, right. Right. Next one, supermodel Emily Ratajankowski criticized Mark Zuckerberg this week, saying, quote, this gives Facebook tech Zuck the most power. If he can shut the president up off, he can shut any of us up off. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? Hmm. She's a what is it? supermodel. I don't know that I know her, mm-hmm. but that just that sounds like mm-hmm. real news. That is real news, and she is not a fan of Donald Trump's. By the way, that's what liberalism is all about, and I'm I'm proud of her for saying that. Uh, Wait a minute, one. what do you mean? That's what liberalism being is all willing about? to say you don't silence somebody just because you disagree with them. You you if you are true liberal in the real sense of the word liberal. You allow people to say what they're going to say. You believe in the freedom of speech. I think conservatives, I mean, in a different context, conservatives. That's a conservative principle as well. Because conservatives really are technically classical liberalists, but we don't. How about it's just an American principle to have the freedom? Of speech. Next one. Senator Josh Hawley's new book about the dangers of censorship by big media has been canceled by his publisher, Simon & Sucher, a big media company. Real news, fake news, or really fake oh, th- news? That, that's got to be real news. That is real news. Next one. Uh, Black Lives Matter released a statement saying the riot on Capitol Hill was no big deal since the United States government has insurance. Real news, fake news, or really <laughs> fake news? Oh, that's a, this is a tough one because uh-huh. I haven't seen the story, Okay, but that is something that they would say... 
I'm going to go with this as real news. Mm, that's really fake news. You made that up. Uh, actually, the Babylon Bee did. Oh. Next one. The riot in Washington, D.C. was the only riot in a major city in America this week. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? I'm going to say that's fake news. You're right. That is fake news. Portland had a riot this week. Did you hear about it? No. Next one. Uh, Kamala Harris plagiarized a story about her childhood from Martin Luther King Jr. Hmm. Jeez. Well, I mean, her boss is a plagiarist. Um, mm. All right, I'm, I'm going to go with real news. That appears to be real news. I, uh, I didn't read this story. This by was the way. a story where she said that uh, she, her mom, had her at a demonstration in Portland, and she fell out of a stroller. And as her mom was picking her up, she said, "What do you want?" She said, "Freedom," like you know, baby talk, freedom. Actually, that was a story Martin Luther King Jr. stole was told about a rally he was at with a two-year-old who fell out of the stroller, and a police officer picked the baby up and said. What do you want? And the baby said, freedom. Anyway. Oh, Lord. Uh, next one. Mercy. Alec Baldwin's wife, Hilaria, was born in Spain. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That is fake news. Yeah, it's fake news. I don't want to get into that story. It's just sad all the way around. Next one. Bills fans have started a petition. New York, uh, the Buffalo Bills there, have started a petition to stop New York Governor Andrew Cuomo from being able to attend this weekend's playoff game against the Colts. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That's real news. That is real news. And because of it, Cuomo's decided he wasn't going to go. But he was only going to allow, what, 6,000 people into the whole stadium? And he was going to be one of them? Well, no. There are a lot of bars and restaurants in New York City yeah. that have also banned him from being paid being a patron yep. of uh, of their establishment next one a person in england started a petition to rename the white cliffs of dover because the name is racist real news fake news or really fake news that's got to be real news that is indeed real news and that is how we play our little game real news fake news or really fake news you know this was a little bit of a i don't know uh, a deviation yeah. uh, it's kind a of a relief. respite from uh yeah all of the ridiculousness of of this week we wanted to substitute the actual ridiculousness of this week with some fake ridiculousness of this week although the fake ridiculousness sounds an awful lot like the real ridiculousness which is ridiculous coming up next we've got a moment well stick around you're listening to american ground radio with lewis r avalone and stephen parr Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Power Lewis. Sar Avalone. So those on the left want to silence those who don't agree with mm-hmm. their philosophy. Or anyone who ever supported Donald Trump. All right. Well, apparently, they also want to control how you are speaking, at least when you're in Congress. Yeah, that's been going on a while. Well, they, it, they've taken it to more extremes. Well, no, but, Nancy yeah. Pelosi just passed those uh, what the House rules right. where... You can't use gendered terms like father and mother. Right. I mean... And yet she refers to herself as a grandmother. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And so all of these folks in Congress, like Swalwell, Representative Mm -hmm. Swalwell, he refers to himself on on his Twitter page as a husband and a dad. Mm. Adam Schiff refers to himself as a chair man oh no that's very gendered yeah that's very gendered uh let's see here uh who it's else a chair person there uh let's see uh rashida talib oh sure yeah she refers to herself as a congresswoman what yes no how what hate speech is that ilhan omar uh-huh. she refers to herself as a congresswoman can you believe that whoa <laughs> <laughs> 
Earlier this week, there was a knock at the door of the Pasco County Fire Rescue Station 21 in Florida. When firefighters opened the door, they saw two kids. The kids were holding a bald eagle. You oh, see, my. I know. You see, the eagle was wounded. He had a fish hook through his beak and was wrapped up in fishing wire. So the firefighters called the local Owl's Nest Sanctuary, and a volunteer named Diane came out to the fire station to get the bird. Diane took it to the sanctuary, where they were able to remove the fish hook and free the bird from the fishing wire. The eagle has now been able to eat and drink and otherwise is in good conditions. And soon, as soon as it is cleared by a vet, it will be released back into the wild. And all this because two kids cared enough to ask for help for a living symbol of our country. Well, and it beats a living symbol as a turkey, right? Right? Yeah, I know. The eagle's such a better... You know, I, I was a big fan of uh, Benjamin Franklin's, but his suggestion that a turkey should be there instead of an eagle, nope. Yeah, it tastes better. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. <laughs>